Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am athlete tonight. Let's talk about a quarterback, Auntie and Shady, that just got benched, and that's Derek Carr. Now, head coach Josh McDaniels made that announcement today at the press conference and said that Jared Stidham will serve as the starting quarterback for the last two games with Chase Garbers coming up to be the backup. Now, Carr will be the number three quarterback, but he will be inactive. This is Josh McDaniel at the press conference talking about benching Derek Carr. We're going to go ahead and and start Jarrett uh, the last couple games of the season here. We're, none of us is happy with where we're at, um, but we think it's a an opportunity to um, you know evaluate a younger player who hasn't had much time to play. Um, you know, uh, talking to Derek, uh, who was great. Um, you know, he understands uh, the scenario that we're in and the situation and. Um, very supportive of the two young guys. Uh, the, those three guys obviously have worked together hand in hand all year, and um, you know he'll do anything he can to help them. So um, you know that's what we're going to do. Um, there's no finality to today. This is just a you know a decision we thought after talking about it and contemplating it that we thought you know would be um, an opportunity for us uh, to see you know what we have in him and. Um, and how we how we do going forward, we'll see. You know what I mean? So there's a lot to be – I think there's a lot to be sorted through once the season's over. So you want to see what you got in Stidham, but technically, mathematically, you're still in the playoff race. So what you're saying just doesn't make sense. On, I digress. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Derek Carr now, this is an interesting situation, right, Auntie and, and Shady, because Derek Carr has a $40.4 million guarantee that becomes – fully vested if he was to not be able to pass a physical before the third day of the 2023 waiver period. So essentially they're benching him so that he doesn't, they don't risk him getting hurt. And then they have to guarantee him this money, which it would kind of almost guarantee this year. And I mean, 2023 and 2024. But the one thing is right. If they were trying to trade Derek Carr, he has a no trade clause, which couldn't make a trade difficult because he essentially has to agree on the team they're going to trade him to. I mean, Derek Carr's numbers have plummeted from last year, right? He threw for over 4,800 yards last year, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions while leading the Raiders to the playoffs. This year, his uh, completion percentage is down by at least 8%. I was, he was completing near 68% this year, like 60.8. And he's only thrown for 3,500, over 3,500 yards, still has the 24 touchdowns, but has a league high auntie of 14 interceptions already. And there's still two games left. So LaShawn said to let me ask you this. You're on this team. Say you're Josh Jacobs. Say you're, you know, Devontae Adams. This is your guy. You're one of your close friends. You guys are still mathematically in this. And your head coach pulls this move. 
What are you thinking? They're, they're, they're failing them, guys. As a player, if I'm Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, you're, you're failing us. We still could make the playoffs, for one. For two, I'm looking at it as, okay, Josh McDaniels, this is a scapegoat move. Mm. So to take all the attention off you being a bad coach, a bad head coach, right? He hasn't been a good head coach in this league this year or years previously. He hasn't. Correct. So now a, a franchise quarterback like Derek Carr has been up and down, right? But let's think about this for a second. He had to deal with so much the last two, three years mm. out of that franchise. Come on. Like uh, yeah. changing coaches for all type of different reasons that we all know about. It's like, bro, like what, what am I supposed to do? And then mm. now check this out. Our best player, Devontae Adams, right? He came out earlier this year and said, look, man, I ain't come here for this. Are we going to win or what? What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When he said that, I'm like, well, dang. You know, him and Carr, good buddies, they both talked about how players need to be more involved, more into it, taking it more serious. Now, you tell me you bitching Carr, <laughs> that's not taking it more serious because check it out. I came here for you. I, yeah. I left Aaron Rodgers a back-to-back MVP, and I think if he's still with the Green Bay, I think they, they still get busy, right? Yeah. So I, I left think they still going to get in. So, look, they came there, right, for Derek Carr, their best friends. Yeah. That was the biggest selling tool was Derek Carr. Correct. So, now, I didn't come there for Josh McDaniels. I didn't come from none of that. Now, you benching him. So, now, we're either going to get a rookie quarterback or we're going to get potentially a, a, a quarterback in the, in the free agent. Tom, remember, well, we talked about yesterday, Tom we, Brady. But that's still not a guarantee. Correct. You yeah. see what I'm saying? You bet, you bet on no guarantees. Josh Jacobs had an interview. He said, look, I'm tired of this that's what he said. I'm yeah, tired of did. it. It's been four years. I'm tired of it. He ain't re-signing. He's one of the best right now. So now, where's this franchise go from now? From here. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a tactic they're doing to uh, be the scapegoat. And my last my last thing I want to say is, I've been there. You know what I hate about these type of things? Yeah. In Philadelphia, Chip Kelly traded me, right? I didn't even know at, at the time how it would affect me overall. Cause I, I got I became the highest paid running back, so I didn't care. They gave me a new contract yeah. in Buffalo, but not about the money part, the legacy part. So yeah. I hate when coaches that are so so, right? Chip Kelly so so coach, Josh McDaniels as a as a head coach so so, coordinator really really good, head mm -hmm. coach so so, a so so coach can change a legacy player for a franchise. Like, if I was a leading rusher of all time for the Philadelphia Eagles in six years, imagine if I was there for 10 years. Like, I, like I'm supposed to be there. Like, a Larry Fitzgerald. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So, the legacy I had. Now, granted, I did play well in Buffalo, but it's not the same as being at the same franchise. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, especially I for your whole career. And, and guess what? Guess what? It's not guaranteed that Josh McDaniels is going to be there next year. He might get fired. Mm. Chip Kelly. Hold yeah. on. Chip Kelly got rid of me, right? Gone the next year. days. Gone <laughs> next year. So you got yeah. rid of a franchise player and you a social coach and you nobody's gonna talk about you no more. Yeah. Josh McDaniels will get fired my, and my become an office is, coordinator. Go ahead, I'll wait till you ask me. I'll wait till you ask me something to respond. To okay, well I, well, I was about to say, what, what do you make of all this? You know, sitting back, Auntie, and again, Derek Carr's been there his whole career. Shady pointed all the points out that I wanted to make, right? What other quarterback could have galvanized this team last year, Auntie, dealing with what he dealt with with his head coach, right? And all the different allegations that came out about him and different emails being misogynistic, you know, racism and, and everything else. Him, you know, walking away from the head coach job there. Then he had a teammate in Henry Ruggs 
you know, that had that situation where he was, you know, behind the wheel and somebody lost their life, right? Damon Arnett, the corner on IG with an AK-47, they suspend him. Like all the distractions that this, this team went through, the one constant was Derek Carr and that leadership. And also, Auntie, he's never had like a top 20 defense when he's been there the whole time. And he's been able to have them compete at least every year where they're talking about going to the playoffs. So for you to bench this guy when you're still mathematically got an opportunity to go to the playoffs, like what's what's what what is your response to that, Auntie, and what Josh McDaniels did? Look, I'm gonna say this. Question one is it is so interesting to me how uh every time we talk about anything football, Shady always gonna talk about himself. <laughs> <laughs> Shady gonna talk about himself, and I you love know, it. You know, you I'm here for it. I'm here you for it. That? I love it. <laughs> you know, so this cat got run over by a car. But let me tell you something. When I was in Buffalo, like I was the highest <laughs> paid running back, and so I ran over defenses. Like you know, I love it. Um, one, the only thing I have to say is Rich Basaccia. First of all, mm. uh, he should have never oh. even been let go. Right. I think he should have stayed. He had he was galvanizing that team, galvanizing being one of your favorite words, dudes. I love it. <laughs> um, but but he had that team playing. And you know, Devontae Adams also came out this year and said, you know, hey, going to the Raiders, you know, coming from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another, it's gonna be great. I'm not sure about David Carr being a I mean Derek Carr being a um, Hall of Fame quarterback. Hall of Famer, but <laughs> But anyways, but there's a reason that he went there, correct? Yeah. And it just seems like, if you think about it, um, nephews, isn't there always drama where Josh McDaniels is? Facts. Always. Yes. And, and facts. at some point, somebody has to realize, wait a minute, the one constant in the drama over the last five years is Josh McDaniel. Derek mm. Carr does not coach the Raiders offense. I mean, defense. He right. doesn't coach the defense. He's not giving up crazy amount of points a game like the defense is right now, right? And so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I think this is this will be good for, um, you know, um, Stid, Jared Stidham, right? I tutored him in college. That's right. Um, I think you did tell us that. I, I did. Think. And, yeah. and uh, it'll be great for him to get his very first start in the NFL. We'll see what he does with it. Yeah. I don't think they make the playoffs with him. Um, but you know, I, I think it, it'll be good for him, but at the end of the day, Josh McDaniel's got to go. He trash. Like he, he's just bad. He's just not a good, he's not a good person to me. He reminded mm. me of, he reminded you said it, me of, not me. I damn sure said it. And I would say it to him. Say, I would say it to him. Like, like you're just not a good person to me. I, yeah. I don't know. You, you remind me of urban Meyer. Like it's mm. always drama where you go. He ain't that good. <laughs> no, no, no! I'm talking about as his. He's talking about his personality wise uh, no, no, and I, I, how he I, acts. I, I get it. I know. I, I get what you're saying. I'm just, just you know, find somebody else because he's not that good. Like everyone is. At least he's a he an asshole. At least he's good though. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this is my thing. Quickly, guys, because we got to go to break. Again, I talked about it. There's a no trade clause for Derek Carr. He could ultimately come back because remember, Shady, we had this incident in Buffalo in 2016 with Tyrod. Remember, weeks week 17, they didn't play him because he had that injury clause. Mm -hmm. But they ended up starting him the next year. So Derek Carr could ultimately come back. But if you were to put money down, uh, LaShawn Shady McCoy, where do you think Derek Carr ends up next year? Uh, I could go to, go to New York Jets. 
he go to uh hey, he might go to Denver. No, I'm joking. Nah, nah that's gonna uh, be impossible with that contract. Nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, if I, I was him, Jets. I'd want to go there to see the Raiders I twice. The, I would say the Jets. You know what? I, 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 Jets, I, I, I might, I might say that the, the Giants. Ooh, mm-hmm. right, right. Yo, him with Dable. Dable's a hell of a coach, right? Yeah. And even Washington. Yeah, Washington's a, is a, maybe even Indy too. Because he needs a solid defense. I give him a solid defense. Yeah, that's right. The Colts have a right. solid defense. It's, it's Washington does, offense. and the Jets do. Yeah. Colts don't have no, no weapons other than uh, J, uh, JT. Uh, yeah, JT. You don't like Pittman? I mean, he's okay. He ain't nothing. To, like, <laughs> I'm going to say, Auntie, right? you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't Shady he's McCoy. He's a good player. But you know uh, what I'm saying. Auntie, where, where do you think Carr goes before we go to break? I actually Make agree sure. with, with Shady. I, I actually, I think he goes to the Jets. Mm. I think I've been beating that drum for a while to try to get him to come to the Jets. So, Honestly, like the twenty four and tw- uh, fourteen or twenty four and twelve, that's all we needed this year. We probably would be a top of the AFC East if we had a guy like Derek Carr. But we'll see. Mike White has two weeks and opportunity to get the Jets in the playoffs to potentially start next year. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll see where Derek Carr ends up next year. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Head coach Mike McDaniel told reporters on Wednesday that he realized something was off with Tua during a Monday film review sessions. He said he had questions about consistency of things that he studied daily on tape regarding Tua. So McDaniel questioned Tua about those things. And then after talking to him, he encouraged him to go see a doctor who then placed Tua in the concussion protocol. Here is more of what Coach McDaniel had to say about Tua and being in a concussion protocol. Tua worries only about the day that he's currently in and nothing else. He is in the building, but beyond that, um, it's, as medical professionals will will tell you, um, any added pressure, any added sort of uh, anything beyond that day does not behoove the process at all. So I'll take that very serious and, and worry about his health first and foremost and take the advice of the medical professionals How's he feeling? He's uh, uh, better, better than yesterday. You know, beyond that, I feel, I feel like it's uh, kind of weird to to extrapolate beyond good, which is what he tells me. So he did suffer a concussion. Then. He did. Mm. As we look at this whole thing, you know, Auntie Chantel, and you kind of try to piece everything together. And Shady, we were talking about this off camera and off air. Like, essentially, this is his third concussion in two to three month period, right? And I know 
Mike McDaniels did the right thing, right? By telling him, you know, something doesn't seem right. I think you should go see a doctor, right? Because it's about the player. It's not even about them trying to make the playoffs. Like, at the end of the day, you care about the player, the individual, and it's his safety on the line at the end of the day. But, Auntie, do you think they should have just came out already? And I know he's saying it's, it's all about taking it a day at a time. But this is essentially his third concussion in a three-month span. Shouldn't they have come out already and said, we're not going to let him play again this year it's about his safety it's about you know to his longevity let's just shut him down and you know we assess this after this season you know i i, I don't even know dude if them coming out publicly and saying that is the issue or, or should be the talked about what should be talked about is have they said this to tua um mm. you know you're right like his third one then and we don't even know that this is third what documented concussion and well, so, they only documented two of them but we yeah, all saw the third we one. saw the third one and and you know what happens is you know when you get repeated concussions right you experience a longer it's a longer recovery and your symptoms are more severe you right like your concentration your headaches memories you know and sometimes like physical skills and being a quarterback like I'm not saying that's why he threw, you know, four interceptions last game. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, he should shut it down. Like, and they should be telling him because, you know, at the end of the day, like football is a game, right? It's a game. And, and you know, how are you going to be for your kids, right? How are you going to be for your yeah. family going through this? And, and yeah, I know, I know what the other side of it is. Oh, we have a chance to make the playoffs. We just have to win one more game. And, and, uh, you know, maybe we can just get him in one more game and then he can sit out for two weeks and we can get him healthy. But come on now, football is a yeah. violent sport. And and just, you know, I saw the the one hit that he had when his head hit the ground and it didn't seem like his head hit the ground very hard, did it, dude? Like, yeah, you're talking about from this past week versus Green Yeah, Day. from this past week. Yeah. yeah, it didn't seem like it hit pretty hard. It, it, it didn't, that it wouldn't cause a concussion. But like you say, the history, right? lesser right. hits are causing him to have concussions and so somebody needs to step in or this young man is going to be hurt really bad yeah shade i want to bring you in on this because you know we call this the locker room and we keep it real on here right uh earlier this year you know before this whole thing with two and everything <laughs> happened we were discussing what we would or would not do in regards to being on the field being on the gridiron because the game of football has given us so much right it's given us the ability for to help our parents, to help other people elevate other people, to do some things that we never thought we would maybe ever do in life. So I wanted to ask you this question on air, right? If you're Tua Tungavaloa, right? And, and I don't know you feel adamant about this, Shady, right? Um, <clears throat> say you said that he should shut it down for a career, right? But you're still on your rookie deal. You're young, right? Say you shut it down this year and you feel good. Doctors give you an okay to come back and you have a potential to earn big money in this game to do all the things that you never dreamed of doing. Like when you look at it from that perspective and just putting yourself into a situation, what would you do? You know, I, I always would bet, bet on myself and like, and go play. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't have much growing up. So I would use my, the platform of the NFL to make money for my family. But the difference is dudes, where the, the 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 football shady w would stop is because we're not talking about a, a ankle that you tweak in week one and then you tweak a shoulder in week four or a sprained knee and we we talking about his head and yeah. we're not talking about two I'm gonna say three head incidents I'm not even gonna call them concussions because they they like the, the, that the first one didn't happen 
right? Mm-hmm. He got knocked out and he came back in the game. Whenever against, against week three against yeah, they uh, said he said he had a, ba- a back injury. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's okay. Uh, so let's just say two and impossible, right? Yeah. You had two head issues in in three week and three months, two months. Correct. Correct. Like, and then you you heal up, you heal up, do you play again? So what happens if he if if he doesn't play this game, but he plays the next game? Well, no, I don't think he should play at all this year. I'm oh, talking I, about, I, like, I, I, next but, year. But I'm saying, but what you said was, like, if he clears. So if he clears yeah. and he could play, or even next year, early in the year he gets a concussion. You see what I'm saying? Like, and I think, yeah. with, like, I don't want to call him injury prone, but, like, his injuries, a lot of guys get hurt. That's just the name of the game. Correct. But his injuries is to his head over and over yeah. again. My thing is he, he's had a newborn son. He got a wife. got a family. I get it, Right. I'm I'm the last person to say stop playing football. I love football. It's changed my whole life forever. Correct. But at some points, like yo, my dad, my mom, my family, my brothers, my all my family, like they care about me. And, and, and my mom will always say this to me, Lashawn. When when the game stops, and and if you don't have no money or you have nothing, I'll still be here. And I'm sure you mm. feel the same way. Like they like a good family where, you know, if the game stops t- tomorrow and you're not making the money or this and that. People won't care, but your family will always care. You going out yeah. there to, to please everybody but yourself, and now you get injured your head. It's like what happens. So I was I was just worried about Tua's health. I would love for Tua to play. He's getting better and better. I think his career is going to bloom up one day. But I'm worried about his head, man. His, his health. Yeah, it's it's a tough situation to be in. Again, <clears throat> young guy. You know, hasn't gotten to a second contract. We kind of finally saw him turn that corner this year. Now, we know he's had some issues the last couple of weeks of the season, but we finally saw him get over that hump. But like you said, this is a head injury. This isn't an ankle. This isn't a knee. This isn't a shoulder. This is something that can affect you going forward for the rest of your life. So definitely, um, you know, see as many specialists as possible. Again, I, I don't think he should shoot up at suit up at all this year. I think he should be shut down this year. If you feel comfortable and safe enough and the specialists are telling you that you're going to be good, you know, in the future, then if you feel comfortable enough to come back, but if not, I wouldn't be mad if he shut it down. This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable with my squad, auntie Chantel Trimeter and LaShawn Shady McCoy. And before we go on, auntie, I know you wanted to make a quick point. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Like the biggest question too, and I know they were talking about it is why didn't anyone spot this? Hey, he finished like, the game, which is if crazy. All of us saw him hit the ground like that. Yeah. Why didn't anyone spot this? And so Man. that's that's a bigger issue too. Is is some and that's on the league too because they're supposed to hire spotters, neutral spotters nah, in the hold, stadium. Wait, for hold, that. hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. See, this this is my issue with it, right? Yeah. The league has been doing a good job of it. I've seen yeah. guys get hit on the shoulder. Their head kind of whipped back a little bit. So on fast and they pull them out. Yeah, they crawl. It looks like they and it, and it wasn't. They come back in the game. They're not going to get every tackle, every hit. They're not going to that get them. True. That's that's the name of the game, right? It's a physical game and it's fast. And that was around a two minute warning in the first yeah. half. So they were speeding right. up, and he kind of jumped right up. And the hit didn't look that bad until you. It didn't down look bad, and you yeah. said boom. So I, I don't blame the NFL for but that. But with his past, don't you think, Shady, at least with his past, that somebody would be looking a little bit, you know, look, you know, if you hurt your knee, right? And, and the next time you, you know, go to tweak it a little bit, and then you're like, oh, shit, because of your past, right? So I would imagine that the spotters are thinking, this this man, right. young man, just had a So we got to lock in half. extra hard on but, him. Like, but I, I do, I do think, 
I do think that they, they are. I think they have been. Like, yeah. like, like, first of all, the NFL, they will never, never jeopardize their shield. They make billions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. They ain't about to mess that around. So it, when it, when everybody was aware and awareness was raised high about this, they did all the – they fired a doctor. Get up, get yeah. fired that. They fired well, that, that Miami doctor. They need to so fire this doing product then. Yeah, well, let's not forget that next week, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater got hit on the first play, and they took him out the game for the they whole game. Him- yeah, for the yes. whole game, <laughs> like so that so they play it's like anything, it. right? You you overcorrect and then you self-correct, right? So like uh, now that it's uh, been a few weeks, they're not as jumpy, but they're still trying to do a good job of making sure they can see if anybody looks a little woozy when they get up off of certain hits. Like, I mean, a, a big hit that we saw the other day on Monday Night Football, Derwin James, right? They took him People right out. About, he got ejected, but he was going to be out of that game anyway because he was clearly anyway. concussed. Yep. Yep. He he concussed himself. He's in protocol he got right up now. and went right back down. He's in a protocol so, right now. Yeah, I was gonna say there was no way he was finished. Or like and, the and, ejection meant nothing to me because he was concussed. He was out of the game and, for the rest and, of the and, game. And, auntie, last thing I want to say this, like, because people be, they they said it a lot about the NFL, but I gotta give them credit. They've taken things out of the out of uh, football for, to protect the um the, players, the concussions. Yeah. Yo, right. the, the 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 number of concussions in the last five to ten years has decreased like crazy. Significantly lowered, yeah. So they're doing a, a a good thing by the players, right? Yeah. Well, we jump from Tua Tagovailoa to Carson Wentz, who is back in the starting lineup for the Washington Commanders. Now, on today, head coach Ron Rivera announced that the Commanders will start Carson Wentz for the remainder of the season. Now, the Commanders' playoffs hopes are still alive as they head into Week 17 matchup versus the Cleveland Browns. Here's Ron Rivera on switching and turning the lineup around and putting Carson Wentz back in the starting role. Where we are right now, I'm looking for a little bit of a spark, a little something different, and uh, I think now's a good opportunity for it. What do you feel like he can add that maybe, in terms of spark, that maybe he wasn't able to in those first six starts? Well, I think right. the biggest thing is he's he's more comfortable <laughs> with what we're doing. That, that was evident in, in the game. Uh, in spite of the fact that, you know, they knew we were going to throw it, they, they kept coming. And I thought he handled those situations very, very well. You know, he got the ball out a couple times hot, um, got it out to where they needed to be thrown. Um, he threw some really nice balls. Uh, his decision-making was very quick. So, I, I, again, I just think that now he's had a little bit more of an opportunity to, to, to see the rest of the offense, feel the rest of the offense. And um, I think that's, that's, a, that's a big part of it. The other part, I think, is, you know, he got a little bit of a reset. You know, he, he missed several games. He had an opportunity to, to heal up. To, to you know, to to look and feel better, and I, I think that's exactly where he is right now. Lashawn Shady McCoy, let me ask you this question, right? Because this team can kind of rallied around Taylor Heineke, right? Now he's he struggled the last few weeks. They lost a game to the Giants in close fashion, and maybe if that game goes another way, maybe Carson Wentz doesn't start. We talked about it on this show, right? The the Terry McLaurin play where he asked the ref, "Was he on the line of scrimmage?" The ref gave him the okay and then threw the flag and they ended up not getting into the end zone to tie that game up versus the Giants. Also, the two-point play they went for, right, they called a pick play, which was a, uh, you know egregious call by the ref. It was clearly not a pick and the two-point conversion should have, you know, should have been good for them. Um, if you look at it and you're on this team, right, when Carson Wentz was a starter before he got hurt, you guys weren't in playoff contention. Taylor Heineke. At all. Yeah, Taylor Heineke comes in. You guys rip off like four out of five, five out of six. And then you lose the last two games. Now, 
Carson Wentz did play well when he came into that game versus the 49ers, even though that game was essentially already over. He did play well when he came in. Ron Rivera spoke about, you know, everybody knew they were passing the ball. He was able to get some of those passes away. And that one first and his fourth down to play his fourth play of the game. He was literally sacked and was able to find, I think, the back out of the backfield for a first down. I don't know how he got that ball off there. But if you're a player on this locker room, how do you feel about the, the coach making this change? First of all, I think the players in the locker room, especially the offensive guys, they don't like this move. I feel like, hmm. I feel like er, earlier in the game, I mean, um, Heineke. I like to say his name like that. Yeah. Heineke was Taylor there. Heineke. He made some, <laughs> he, he made some, uh, some, some pretty good throws, right? He did. Yeah. Like, first, see, let's see, the problem is if you don't get results right now, it's an issue. I can name plenty of teams this year that's really good teams that lost two in a row, three in a row, then got it yeah. back on. That's that's the NFL. Now, it's mm. a bad timing for it, but look, he's five and three in the last eight games. Crazy. The last time Carson once played as a starter, Auntie, the guy had 99 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah. Was the that Rams, the game the versus the Denver Broncos and they barely Bears. won? Bears. That's the, oh, the Bears. Oh, yeah, it was the Bears. All right, it, Come yep, on. So, my Bears. thing is like, yeah. My thing is like, so now, what happens? I don't think they get better where Carson Wentz. You've seen this. Mm. It's the reason why you, you you basically didn't let him get back in the game. Yeah. Crazy. Auntie, what do you think about this move from Ron Rivera? Talking about they're looking for a spark. I know you had some things to say when we were listening to, you know, Ron Rivera speak about making a change to Carson Wentz. You muted, Auntie. That's because I really didn't have anything to say. Because, <laughs> look, at the look, at everything that that nephew was saying, I mean, it's correct. Like, I, I don't. Ron Rivera should have his own show <laughs> because he does some things that you're like, oh my god, he's such a great see. coach, and he's <laughs> that's true, and he's he's so great with his players and and things like that. And then he turns around and does something like this. Like, I just don't know. Like, I, I think he proves that you don't, being a nice guy doesn't necessarily translate into being a good coach or being a good mm. decision maker. Like, I just, I don't, I just don't know why you, when you rally around a guy, right? And then next thing you know, you like take him out. Like, what? Are we looking for a spark or are you looking for a spark, Ron? Because, yeah. I mean, I just – I don't I don't see this. Not with two games left in the season. Well, hey, you got to think wait, about this, too, he right? Said he didn't want him. He yeah. said he didn't want him. I was about that? to say that. Right. I, that, that was right. two points I was about to make. One, right now they're in the playoffs. They're in the current seventh seed. So they it's not like they're they outside they looking in. They're right. in they the playoffs the right now. They ain't the Steelers. So this makes no sense to me because it'd yeah. be one thing if you guys lost two or three in a row and you're the outside looking in. Right. No, you're in the playoffs. If they started today, you guys would be in the playoffs. Two, Shady, you made up a great point, right? Earlier this season, they asked him the difference between his team and the rest of the NFC East teams. You know what he said, LaShawn Shady McCoy? Quarterback. The quarterback. <laughs> like, mm. so what is it? Are you on the Carson Wentz train or are you mm. off it? Like earlier, you really wasn't rocking with him. And then, you know, you brought, you know, Taylor Heineke comes in, gives you a spark. Five and three. You talked about it, Shady, a winning record in playoff contention. Two games left. Like, you're in the playoffs right now. I, I just don't under, understand hey. what Ron Revere is saying. And not to hit it on the head. Like, Ron is a guy that you, like, you would love to have a beer with. Seems cool as hell. But then there's certain times you're like, what? Like, yeah. what? You, like he, what he, are you doing? He, he a guy you can go fishing with, but then you don't really <laughs> trust him to cook the fish. 
Mm. That's a good analogy. Let me, let, me, let me get that, bro. Let me get that fish. Yeah. 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 Right. It was me, fun fishing with you, knife. but I'm going to take it from here. I got this. <laughs> hey, hey, hey dudes, here. let me ask you this Yo. though, real quick. Do Yo. you think that that was a move from up top? Because, real quick, you know, not, not only did he say the difference between us, our, our team, and the NFC East is the quarterback, but then he also added on, he said, I didn't pick this guy. He said that. Well, no, he came back and said he did because people asked him, they're like, did you did you have a say-so in the pick? He was like, you should, because remember, he got mad. He was like, I watched the film. You can't tell me I watched the film, and I, I wanted to bring this guy in here, allegedly. Oh, so he changed it and said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, first, he, said, first he, he said, said. At first he said that he said he didn't pick him, right? Yeah, well, no, nah, well, he was just saying, he was just saying the quarterback, and then I guess he realized that, oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Ron, he, well, give he me the tried to fake. Remember, Auntie, we were on the show when we talked about that, mm -hmm. Auntie. He right. wanted to fake, get mad, and be like, what are you guys talking about? I watched the film. I vouched for this guy. I wanted him in here. Yeah, because, but then you just it, said the difference between y'all and the other, other teams in the NFC East is the quarterback position. Well, well, that's why I asked you that. Was it from up top? Because because it was his decision to keep mm. Heineke in the game when yeah. Carson was healthy. Yeah. I mean, you go with a hot hand. We talked about that too, right? Shay? Like, why would you pull him out when you guys are finally winning the season and everybody right. obviously – is rallied behind, you know, Taylor Heineke, which they've done multiple times because this this isn't the first time he's done this, Shady. Let's not forget yeah. they won mm -hmm. the NFC East with a losing record and took, right. you know, took Tampa Bay to the brim in that yes, round did. one playoff game. Look, so, I again, mean, this, and he was reason why. Again, yeah. again, Ron, I'm glad that you caught the fish, but give it to me. Let me season it because <laughs> I don't trust you in the kitchen. Period. And now you want right, to make auntie. stuff up. Like now you want to say, "Oh, I caught the fish," but now you really didn't catch the fish. Like, I, I know I'm making a metaphor, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like he changing his mind ten million times, and then he want to be somebody's best friend and saying, "No, it wasn't me. I didn't really like him. I didn't really want him. Oh, but I picked him. Like I kept him." What are you doing, Ron? Right crazy, again, crazy. turncoat. Well, y'all, let's go ahead and move into basketball because Auntie and Shady, I know y'all been wanting to talk about this. My guy, Luca Doncic, Luca. NBA history last night, 60-piece hmm. extra crispy, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, triple-double triple double was the first time that happened in league history versus the Knicks. But what made it crazy, Auntie, is this team was down by nine points with like 40 seconds left in the game. You know, he made a quick jumper. Then Christian Wood, big acquisition in the offseason, hit the three-point shot. And then, Auntie, I mean, this play rarely ever works, right? You got to make the first free throw. But you have to mix the second one to get the ball back to try to put up another shot to go in overtime. Right. He did it to perfection, Auntie. He made the first one, missed the second one, ball got tipped up, and it landed back in his hands. Him. Back to him. Makes a quick jump shot, goes in overtime, does his little dance. Uh, 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 I don't know if we can they, talk about it. <laughs> and then <laughs> they beat the Knicks in overtime. I mean, he did everything for them last night. This is Luka Doncic on the final play to send the game into overtime. Luka, it's never been done in NBA history. A 60-point, 20-rebound, triple-double. 60 points, 20 boards. Never, it never happened, baby. How's it feel right now? I'm tired as hell. <laughs> you can rest later. You're young. I need to recover your beer. Uh, we can handle that. Uh, look, there's so much to talk about in this, but I want to go back to regulation. Take us through that final play, missing the rebound, getting the follow bucket. Take us through all that. Uh, no, I think it was just kind of lucky. You know, I know it was two seconds or whatever. I just threw it up. I guess I, I was kind of lucky. Well, you know, uh, we were down, what, 10, two minutes ago, something like that. We came back. You know, this is a, 
Amazing team win. Man, Auntie, my man said I need a recovery beer. He earned yeah, he it did. last night. Auntie, would you consider this one of the best of not the best regular season performance we've ever seen? I mean, absolutely. Like, because it's never been done before. Correct. It's never been done. And 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 you glossed over it a little bit earlier. You mentioned it about that shot um, from the free throw line. Like, I've had to shoot that shot before. You yeah. know, when, when the coach says, hey, try to miss it. One of your teammates will get a rebound and we got to we got to put it back up. Correct. Not only did he miss on purpose, but like we know that Luca can shoot from anywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. That's true. And and almost to perfection. Right. Was putting up a 60 piece. But he literally missed to perfection. Like the ball <laughs> literally went back into his hands. He was already up in the air. So he did a putback from about eight feet, I say. Correct. And and sent the game in the I'm like, do you know how hard that is? And how that play rare usually that never is? works. <laughs> Absolutely. And he's lucky. I, I tell you right now, the Knicks, um, and I was talking to Purnell because that's his team. It always seems like the great moments happen against the Knicks. That's tough. But now, and it, it was it was before, you know, you think about Reggie Miller, Michael Jordan, what they did, Kobe Bryant, what they did in the garden. Yeah, now, Bron and had some some performances Bron, like, in the yeah, garden. Like everyone. And now <laughs> they're doing it to the Knicks on the road, too. Because now <laughs> they tough. did it in Dallas. And and Luca may have had 70 if uh if it would have went into double overtime. Like it Man. was it was crazy, but Look, it's never been done before. You know, we talk about Magic. We talk about Michael. We talk about Kobe and Braun. None of them put up 60, 20, and 10. Nobody ever. Has. And I don't think that's going to happen for a long time unless Luca does it again. Yeah. Shady, what do you think about You think this is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, regular season performance we've ever seen? What the hell? <laughs> Look, I wish people could see the video component. See what this man got his feet all up at the Sirius XM <laughs> yeah. LA studios. Yeah, <laughs> they, they treat me good, man. They treat me good. But now on, on, on the real though, Luca different. What? Like I knew Luca was different when I seen him at sixteen playing against Russell Westbrook. Mm. I knew as, I knew he was different at fourteen. You kept hearing about how this kid is over there playing. And and the 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 the, the professional Euro like league, what? the top the top yeah. league too over He's there, the getting buckets. And, and then he comes over here. It's like, yo, it's true, man. Listen, and I hate the, I, I, you know. Let me not say that because it's, it's gonna sound wild, but I'll just say this: he he's he's special. It might not be another Luca for another twenty some years, man. Mm. Like like the ability to, to to handle the ball at that height, that size, that weight. He's so controlled, right? Honestly, you know better than we do with the hoops, mm. but like. He's not super fast. He ain't real quick. Mm -mm. He take his time. He bully you. It's like he knows. And like Auntie said, I always talk about myself. Andy Reid said <laughs> he never talked to me yeah. about Football. protecting the ball. He said because he felt like I've never had a player, LaShawn, that had eyes in the back of their heads. And I, I, I tucked the ball right, right, there, right at the last second. You know what I mean? I could just feel you. It's the same thing with Luca. Yo, I watched him drive to the lane. He pump fake and then he like, like a pump fake layup, about to lay it up. He see he must have felt the guy behind him about to block it. He threw it behind him to do hit a three. I'm like, yo, how'd you do that? Wait a minute, timeout. Shady, did you just compare Luka Doncic passing vision. the ball? No vision. His passing vision. the ball. No, no, I passed his vision. Literally holding on to the ball. And, yeah, and he even said if it's before vision, somebody like, tries to swipe it away. Yeah, but from at him. the end of the day, that he sees them trying to swipe at him, so he grabs it tighter. When sure, Luca sure. sees somebody coming at him, and he, he has to pass it to somebody else, you, you see, see he don't pass the football to nobody else. 
but but the difference Ooh. is like like the like the, the vision. So if I'm running, if I'm shaking somebody and I, and I got the ball way out, like out here, and somebody's on the left side behind me about to knock it out, and I put it in, it's like how the hell he see that? Hey, Same thing with Luca. Like how the hell he see that pass? Woo! Luca different. And, and I go like, well, listen. Another thing is even like last year in the playoffs, nobody had them beating the Suns. He did it by That's himself right. too. By himself, him and him and the rest of the guys, him and the him boys. and the guy, Batman and the guys, Batman and the guys. It was crazy. Like three, and I'm a Warrior fan. I'm a Warrior yeah. Central fan, and, and like um for a minute, I was like, hold up, hold up, hold on now. Honestly, I I actually picked them to win in seven. Oh, don't get carried away now. Hold up, man. Nice. The way he, but the way he played in that series before, could you blame yeah, me? Yeah, but but the Wait, best man, player who? in the league, the best player in the league, Luka. He wore number thirty. Mm. He wore number thirty. Yeah. Mm. And he, and he, you know what I mean? Well, I don't know if he's the best well let me say this. Auntie's favorite favorite player, LeBron James, spoke Auntie. about Luca on the shop. And he was saying, he was like, he said what you said. said he's different. He was like, I've never seen a guy be able to just get to his spot at will. At like will. And the crazy thing is, he ain't fast. Like we talked right. about Auntie. Like he ain't super explosive. He just knows how. I mean, he did dunk on somebody this year, and I, that surprised everybody. He took but off even on somebody. Even a dunk, though, it ain't, it ain't like a, like, ah, yeah, it's just like, right. it ain't like a Russell Westbrook type dunk. It's just like, right. Right. He just knows how to get to his spot. And, and you said, I think the perfect word you used, Shady, was controlled. He's just so controlled. And he knows how to, he has like a little bit of Dirk in his game, a little bit of Paul Pierce, but it's just like, it's his Paul game. Pierce. Yes, good, yeah. good one, Deuce. Yeah, it's his game. And it's like, you can't defend it. I don't know what you can do, but you can only slow him down. Like, you can't defend, defend no, it. So, Ange, let me ask you this question before we get to break. The trio of Luca, Christian Woods, who was brought there this offseason, Spencer Den- Denwitty. Can they really make some noise in the West? Or does a trade need to happen before a trade deadline to get them over the top? <clears throat> Look, at the end of the day, if Luke is playing the way he's playing now, the, they're always going to have a chance. Yeah, I mean, Dallas is always going to have a chance. Um, but no, I think they can make some noise. I, I, they, they're not going to win the West. Um, they may surprise somebody out the West, um, but they're not going to win it. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, I, I, and I know we got to go. But I just want to ask y'all real quick from mm. from from foreign players in the NBA in mm. the in the history of the league, where does Luca end up? Does he Ooh. end up higher than Dirk? That's a great question. Manu wait, 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 wait. He got no, no, no. He's not. He's not on a level yet. He ain't got no championship. No, no, no he I just said. She said, where See, where does he so end he up by the attention. end of his career? Where what? I can't hear you. You got to pay attention. I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. I'll tell you, I couldn't hear you. Sorry. I said, where does he end up at the end of his career yeah. alongside other foreign players? Oh, I, I don't like, know that answer. Like Dirk. Like, I think he's coming I down. mean, what I, if he I, does I this for another 10 years, Shady? I think he goes down as That's the best cool. all time. With no, with no rings? Ooh. Yeah, because like, them dudes like, got Steve, rings. Steve, Steve, no, uh, uh, not Steve. Steve uh, Nash Tony is foreign, technically. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, but Tony you know Parker. What? But but Tony put Luca on that Spurs team. I we, we don't do the what ifs. And, and put, <laughs> put I didn't say what if. I said put him on that Spurs team. Put Tony Parker on. That's that's the one thing that Dallas has not done. They have not. They didn't help Dirk out, and they not helping uh, Luca. So but Dirk, but Dirk won Dirk, him one though. And he went. And he and listen. When I really watched that yeah, championship Luke's game, only been yo, in the league five years, four years. I, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We saying he's the guy. We just saying that you 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 compare. Y'all compare him. To the other guys, I'm saying he, he got to run the ring with them. He got to run the ring with like them other guys. Ginobili with, with, with the, the other guys. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Uh, Nowinski, like he yeah, he beat the he the, the, the 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 Heat with the some guys. That's for real. <laughs> with the other guys. Yo, 
Yo, yo, Jason Kidd was solid, older, smart, but he was, you know, he was older, but he still was good. Jason yeah. Terry, smaller guard, shot the three. But nobody was like elite like like he was. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He was going to three elite players. And he, and he beat the Heat. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.